You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 66. And you know, I get asked this question all the time. Michelle, why do I need to go see my primary care provider if I'm healthy? So I decided that in today's episode, I'm going to answer that question. So why should you go to see your medical provider if you're healthy? My answers may surprise you. So come on, let's find out what they are. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome back to another great episode. So I hope that you had a fabulous week, and I hope that it's cool wherever you may be, because the temperatures here where I am have been soaring well into the hundreds. God, it has been such a heat wave over the past week and a half, and we seem to be having another huge heat wave coming this week. So I'm just not one of these people that really like the air conditioning a lot. So I find it hard to be in air conditioning all day, all night, you know, and it's so hot outside and yet it stays late. I mean, it stays light until so late. It's beautiful, but who can go outside and enjoy it when it's so hot? So in all honesty, I'm really not a summer person. I am much more of a winter person. I just get, I feel so much more drained in the summertime. I don't know about you. And I just really don't want to do anything. Work is extra hard. Getting motivated is extra hard when you're hot. And I certainly hate going to the gym when it's already hot outside and then you've got to go inside and you got to sweat your butt off and then come out and it's hot again. So, you know, all the way around, I just wish it was winter again, or I wish it was sunny, but cooler. So hopefully after this week, it'll get there. But today I wanted to talk to you about the topic of Should you go to the doctor or your medical provider, as I call it, if you are healthy? So we're going to talk about that. And then I want to talk to you about three reasons why you should see your medical provider every year. Then I want to get into the risks that you take when you don't see them. And then I want to talk about the right medical provider for the right reasons and kind of dive into some of these topics because I don't know about you ladies, but I have a lot of patients who come in and tell me, you know, I haven't been to the medical, my medical provider in like years. And I find that sometimes, you know, it's good, but then sometimes it's disturbing to me to hear that as a medical provider. But anyways, so here's my question for you. Okay. So have you been blessed with relatively good health? raise your hand or shout out loud if you're in the car. Do you find that you don't use the services of a medical provider very often and likely wouldn't seek their help unless you were seriously ill? 
Well, you know, just like I said, that's a very common mindset, not just amongst you if you raised your hand or you shouted out when you were in your car, but I find that very common amongst a lot of my patients and a lot of my friends, because just like what you might be thinking in your mind is what they're thinking in their mind. And they tell me, they say, Hey, Michelle, why would I go see my medical provider if I'm not sick? Good question, right? And a logical one is at that. But here's the thing, ladies, in reality, well care, okay, is how I call it, but some people may call it preventative care is such an important aspect of what am I always preaching to you about? What do I blog about all the time? What do I, you know, get on my, you know, my soapbox about it's about self-care and the fact that you need to be your number one self-care advocate and well care is an important way to stay ahead of disease and their devastating effects. And this is all part of being your number one self-care advocate. Now, ladies, while the common cold and flu won't necessarily cause you too much harm, there are other illnesses that will. Many things that can hurt us or seriously affect our health do not present with dramatic symptoms until things have gotten out of hand. Well care, self-care, being your number one self-care advocate, can prevent the escalation of disease that can morph and lead to life-threatening illnesses. And take it from me, I see this a lot, a lot, more than I'd like to admit to. So here's the thing. You may recall taking your child to the doctor for well baby checkups, or you might be in that season of your life right now, just like my daughter is with my granddaughter. Okay. When they were developing through their first two years of life, right? These visits were, were designed to help your baby stay on track with its development and intervene if something wasn't quite right. The frequency of those visits made healthcare easy and prevention a sure thing because you had a set schedule. You knew when you were going to take your child to, to their medical provider. You knew that this every two months you were going to get shots or you're going to do this or that. And then after your child reached about two, these visits dropped off as to an as needed basis. While you likely don't need to visit the, your medical provider as often as a new baby, there is value ladies in regular annual visits, as well as milestone visits as we are getting older. An annual exam can alert your medical provider to changes in your body and its systems that you may not notice on the day to day. That's because sometimes, you know, we get so busy as working women, you know, taking care and doing all the things that we just don't sometimes slow down enough to hear what our bodies are saying. And maybe little subtle nuances are here and there, but we brush them off. We tend to do that so well as women. I got an ache or I got a pain here or there. It's okay. It'll go away. It'll be this and that. And sometimes, yes, it does go away, but sometimes it could be something more that you really need to get a hold of right away. Okay. So here are some common annual tests that you should think about getting on an annual basis. And these are all depending on your age. And you can talk to your medical provider about that. Things such as a full blood panel, a pap smear or other gynecologic exams, breast checks and mammograms, moles and skin checks, and not so common, but equally important checks as we are getting older in age include colonoscopies, memory and cognitive functioning tests cancer screenings, STD and HIV screenings, diabetic screenings, 
While this list is general, ladies, there may be more specialized tests that are recommended based on the individual needs for you. From hormone testings to genetic issues, every person is unique and deserves a highly personalized well care plan. So in addition to cancer screenings and other tests, here are some additional tests that, that should be done yearly at a minimum, unless your medical provider directs you otherwise. We all should be getting our eyes examined. And if we need be, we should be getting our hearing tested. We should also be going to the dentist every six to 12 months to get our teeth screened. These are essential and equally important for great health and maintaining independence as we age ladies. Because issues that concern our eyes, our hearing, or our teeth can dramatically affect our quality of life and our overall health. Gum disease, believe it or not, can lead to a lot of other problems. So managing health is a lifelong commitment. Many of the checkups taken in your younger years, ladies, can prevent illness, injury, and disease that happen later on. Consistent and routine medical checkups can make life easier and healthier for you and your family. Okay. So if you haven't given much thought to your health because it's been awesome, then consider it that way and keep it that way and schedule a routine medical exam or screening with your medical provider. Routine health care and wellness checkups are a smart and reasonable way to manage your health and to save you money in the long run. And we're going to talk about that. So next, I want to hop right into three reasons that you should see your medical provider every year, other than just the things that we just stated earlier. Our health ladies and risk factors are consistently changing over time. Like we talked about in previous episodes, each year our bodies change and regular checkups can prevent some diseases from happening entirely. If you haven't established a good relationship with a primary care provider, then I would highly recommend that you do so. You know, while urgent care facilities are great for injuries and issues like the cold and flu, they are not meant to replace having a primary care provider and or building a relationship that can be a life-saving decision over time. Okay. I see this a lot because I work urgent care and people use urgent care like it's their primary care provider's office because, oh, I can't get in today. They want to give me an appointment for next week. You know, sometimes, you know, ladies, things are not as urgent as we think they are. Some things are, but not everything is. But please, if you have to go to urgent care for an urgent reason, then go. But do not use it in replace of seeing your primary care. All right. So even if you see your primary care provider once a year, seeing the same person and establishing a relationship with them and their staff can benefit you in ways that you may not have thought of. So I want to talk to you about some of those ways today, three of them to be exact. Good. Okay. The first one is to gather baseline information. Each year, ladies, your body changes. Seeing your medical provider each year provides vital information that can be compared over time. Your baseline is how your body presents in its normal and high functioning state. Each time you come back and have new tests, those results can be compared to prior tests and changes can be identified a lot easier and a lot quicker and earlier. Seeing the same provider over time allows them to have a better perspective when reviewing all of your annual information and can make a big difference in catching potential problems earlier and provide higher quality of care. 
And that means like trying to see and have, you know, consistency, seeing the same person over and over again. Now I know where I work and and this is like this in many offices, you know, the patients, whenever they call up, whoever's available on the schedule, who has an opening, that's who they try to go see. But for me, I try to hand out my business card to every person I see and say, Hey, for consistency, please, if you can, and you're, if I'm available and you're available, come back and see me so that I know what's going on and I can keep following you up because it's very hard when I start out taking care of a problem and then you end up going and seeing somebody else for the follow-up or whatnot, you know, Treatment is not the same amongst providers. So that's just the way that it is. Okay. So it provides for consistency. Number two, you can receive a better education. Seeing a medical provider annually can give you an education on what is important at that moment to maximize your health, ladies. From explaining typical concerns for your health and well being to making suggestions for you to change and increase your quality of life or decrease something that may be affecting you negatively. Education is a vital aspect of healthcare. Oh boy, I couldn't agree more. It definitely is. I can't say that enough. You need to be part of your healthcare. You can't change or introduce something into your life if you are unaware that you need to. Your medical provider is trained to know what to look for and what to do based on the information he or she gathers from your annual exam or specialty screening. And lastly, it's to learn about prevention. Similar to education, prevention is key to avoid future illness and suffering. From preventative tests to actions that stop the advancement of other issues, seeing your medical provider annually, ladies, can make all the difference when it comes to avoiding serious preventable diseases. Okay, so there you have it on three reasons why just above and beyond, you know, medical care that you should be seeking out and seeing your medical provider on at least a yearly basis, even if you're healthy. Okay, so now I want to jump to the flip side of that coin. And I want to talk to you about the risk you take when you don't see your medical provider on a yearly basis. Kind of maybe you think some of the similar things. Yeah, but let's check it out. A lot of my patients and a lot of my friends have the same kind of mentality. And sometimes I have to say that I have this too. I'm not going to sit there in my soapbox with just not agreeing with myself of the old saying out of sight, out of mind, what you don't know can't hurt you. Two powerful old school statements that are used to protect our egos from reality. When it comes to health issues, ladies, neither statement has any wisdom. In fact, what you don't pay attention to can cause great harm if left unmanaged. So we all know, and I can honestly tell you that it's no secret that today's healthcare comes from the standpoint of treating illnesses, diseases, and injuries as they come up. Okay. A reaction to a problem rather than preventing problems. And that is so true. We don't spend enough time talking to people about, you know, what might be causing something. It's just put a bandaid on it. Let's fix it today and see you tomorrow. While there's nothing wrong with seeking medical interventions when sickness or injury is present, there are great benefits, ladies, to preventing injuries and illnesses before they happen. All right. So let's talk about some reasons that people don't seek medical help. Okay. Some people just have a lack of education on the benefits of medical care. There's a lot of people today in our society that have no access to medical care. Some people have no insurance or income for medical care. Some just don't go for religious beliefs. Others don't go because influences in the media. Sometimes it's cultural beliefs. There could be so many more. 
So what are these risks that you take when you don't go see your medical provider on a regular annual basis? Well, first of all, you have an increased risk of preventable illnesses and disease. Whether you have annual exams and specialized screenings or seek medical care when prompted by illness or injury, seeing your medical provider is the best way to prevent or recover from things. When you don't see your medical provider, you increase the risk for developing preventable diseases or illnesses. Things like diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease, cancer, bone density issues, and more. And part of this, ladies, is because many of these diseases and malfunctions within the system of the body have few or no warning signs. So not seeing your medical provider can cause permanent damage from these preventable issues. Okay. You don't feel diabetes happening. And like a lot of people come in and I will run their blood test and I'll do their hemoglobin A1C and they'll, I'll talk to them. They're they're pre-diabetic and I'll let them know that diabetes isn't happening just today. It's been brewing in their bodies for maybe months. And if you don't take some, if you don't take and do something right now from this point on knowing that you're pre-diabetic, then that's your own fault. And it can lead to diabetes down the road. So you see, you don't feel high cholesterol. You might feel high blood pressure, but there's a lot of people who don't feel high blood pressure. Okay. There's a lot of things that people just don't feel. You don't feel, you know, a polyp in your colon. All right. These are found a lot of times through preventable and through, you know, um, preventative exams that are designated at certain times that we all should be getting. Okay. So the next thing is that when you don't go see your medical provider, you have an increased risk of hurting others. Now, ladies, don't start throwing shade at me when I'm with what I'm about to say, because when it comes to vaccines, I'm vaccine neutral. And what that means is, you know, Hey, that's up to you. It's your choice. What you wanted, if you want to vaccinate your kids or you don't want to vaccinate your kids, that's a personal decision. Okay. But statistics show that there is an increase of parents choosing not to vaccinate their children. And we all know that we see it all around. While the reasoning behind this decision is up for debate, up for debate, whether it's something just personal, whether we're we're really seeing things coming from giving kids too many vaccines or whatnot, that's still debatable. But here's the bottom line. Children who have not been immunized against communicable diseases are themselves at risk and they put other members of the population at risk as well. Diseases like polio, measles, and other public health issues can easily affect the young, the frail, and those with Im- with compromised immune systems. So again, I'm not saying whether you should or you shouldn't vaccinate your child. That's a personal decision. But sometimes the decisions that we make can affect others. And so we need to think about that too. Also, I used to work up in LA and I used to work at an STD clinic and that's a sexually transmitted disease clinic. And there's a lot of men and women who have STDs and they go untreated. Okay. And this can affect others too, because when you're out there and you're having unprotected sex, you're passing it on to other people. You can infect them. And for a lot of women, you can cause sterilization and other reproductive illnesses that you don't even know about. So if you're not going out there and getting checked regularly, ladies, then you don't know if you have something or if you don't. Next is needless suffering. Untreated illnesses, diseases, and injuries can morph into far worse issues. Ignoring, avoiding, or not treating an issue can cause pain and suffering that is needless and preventable. By not seeing your medical provider, you leave yourself and those who care for you or rely on you in great pains as well. 
Lost days of work, chronic illness, and permanent disability may be in the forecast without treatment if you don't seek medical attention. And lastly, early early mortality. The fact is, ladies, untreated illnesses, diseases, and injuries can reduce lifespan. From prevention to treatment, seeing a medical provider can prolong lifespan and give the best quality of life regardless of any diagnosis. There is great risk from not seeing a medical provider. Being prevention-minded and seeking medical care while illnesses and injury occurs is the best way to prevent needless suffering and and prolong a better life. Okay, ladies, so you want to go and see your medical provider. Okay. We talked about reasons why you should. And then now we talked about reasons, you know, or things that could hurt you when you don't go see your medical provider. And like I said, it's not something that if you're healthy, that you have to go all the time, but going every once in a while is good depending on your age. Okay. Cause there's specific things, specific testings that you need at different times for different things. Now let's dive into the right medical provider for the right reason. So ladies, my question to you is this, would you go to the baker for advice on cooking a roast? Would you ask your pharmacist to tell you how to change a tire? Likely not. Would you would likely ask the butcher how to prepare the best cut of meat for your Sunday dinner. And you would consult a mechanic about how to properly change your flat tire. So seeking medical attention should be equally thought out. Okay. Because the field of medicine ladies is vast and it's incredibly concise. There are medical providers who specialize in every aspect of the human body and its functionings. So seeking the right one for the right reason is the key to optimizing your health. So how do you do that? You're asking me. Okay. So most people have what is called a primary care provider or general practitioner. Okay. That's what I am. This means there is, there's a point person who oversees your medical care on the day in and day out basis. This medical provider is likely the one you see when you have a cold or a flu, a sprained ankle, or concern that you need help with. This medical provider generally conducts your annual well care exams and maintains most of your baseline information and medical history. When your primary care provider senses that an issue may require specialized opinions, diagnoses, or care, he or she will likely refer you to a specialist. They often have colleagues that they work with closely or a network of providers with whom they connect, they connect their patients with to take a more in-depth look. And depending on your medical insurance, you know, there may be your carrier may have a protocol for finding, engaging, and paying for services from specialists. Okay. If you have HMO, then you're going to be confined to a certain group of specialists that you have to see. If you have a PPO, you can go anywhere that you want to go to. So when should you seek out a specialist? Well, a specialist is in order when your issue is very specific. Generalized issues are usually managed by your primary care provider or urgent care clinics. So here are some examples of when a specialist might be in order. You have an acute injury or illness such as a broken bone or you have a heart attack, you need to follow up care from an injury or a serious illness, you have been diagnosed with a specific disease or cancer, you have a chronic issue that hasn't responded to treatment, you have a recommendation from your primary care provider. So these are only a few examples of reasons that you should seek out a specialist. Consult with your primary care providers, ladies, if you're not sure what your next step should be. Just as you seek out the perfect provider in other areas of your life, you should seek out the best 
primary care or specialist for the intricate areas of your medical care. There is a right medical provider for the right reason who can swiftly diagnose your case, provide quality care, and shorten the length of your healing if you are suffering from any kind of illness or injury. So bottom line is this, ladies, prevention, well care, which leads to self-care, which leads to being your number one self-care advocate, is superior treatment when it comes to your overall health care. Heading off disease and illness is, per, is preferably to treating it whenever it's possible. So it's better to prevent something in the forefront than try to backtrack and make it better. Thankfully, there are many ways to prevent unwanted and unnecessary illnesses and diseases through having an annual checkup, exams, and screenings. So if you haven't had your annual exam this year or your screenings that you need to have done, then my advice to you is this, get to it. Either go to somebody that you've gone to before or seek out a new person. You know, ladies, you have to find somebody that you feel comfortable with, that understands you, that listens to you. So just as much, you know, as you go out there and interview on a job or for other perspectives, you sometimes need to go out and interview for a medical provider. You need to make sure that the office is something that you like, that it's easy to get in and make appointments to, that they listen to you, that you're getting the test run that you think that you need to get done, that they're there for you. That's the things that you need to be on the lookout for, you know, and that they're hearing you. But also remember that it's 50% up to you, ladies. Okay. You have to be there. You have to do your part and listen to what they recommend and what they're trying to tell you. So both of you can be in your healthcare together. It's not a one-way street on your end, nor is it on their end. And I've said that many times before. So I just wanted to bring this episode to you because I see so many ladies who come in and tell me, you know, Michelle, I haven't been to see a medical provider since my last child was born. And I'll go, well, when was that? Thinking that it was like, you know, maybe a year or two ago. Oh, 10 years ago. Well, a lot can happen to your bodies, ladies, in between 10 years. Things change. And if you want to be on the forefront of prevention and self-care, then you've got to be up to what's going on with your body. And that can only be done when you are regularly following up and having tests done so that you have things to compare to. So you can say, Hey, I have these numbers this year. What were they last year? Is there a change? And if there is a change, how can I stop it and prevent and move forward right then today? So I hope you found this, this episode today, you know, encouraging, you found some answers and, you know, get in there and get your annual exams done, get your mammograms done. If you need it, get your colonoscopies. If you need it, I'm a firm believer of getting anything preventable done, done because I'd rather, you know, go sit and have a colonoscopy than have colon cancer. I'd rather go get my breast smushed and have a mammogram than have breast cancer. So that's just me, maybe not for you, but anyways, I hope that you found, like I said, some enlightenment from this, this episode today, and please come on over again to Well Woman Network 360. That's our private Facebook group over on Facebook, where I just post different things each week. We have different challenges on Mondays. I give you different recipes on Wednesdays. We have lively conversation in there. So it's kind of fun, you know, leave us a rating and review over on iTunes or wherever you listen to this on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We really love it um, because that helps us rank up 
on Instagram. And if you have any issues regarding hormones or you have any questions about hormones, I'm going to be doing a couple episodes coming up about those because I'm going to be launching my new Get Back to Harmonious Balance program probably in September. So I'm starting to talk about it now. So if there's issues that you'd like for me to kind of explore before the program launches, I'd be more than happy to do that. So again, ladies, I hope that your week is blessed. Stay cool and bye for now.